tonight in the service. And I know it's going to be better tonight. Because I got Sister Mona here. And Sister Linda's here. Hallelujah. And you're here. Every one of you. And we appreciate your being here in this service tonight. My goal, my desire, in these three nights I told Brother David I would come. And I know I'm smart enough. I've been around many years. There's not many preachers that will preach better than your pastor. You don't need to worry about that. Sometimes we might preach a little something different, but he knows you. He understands you. You're in his heart. And I tell you, we appreciate your pastor, him and Sister Linda. Amen. Well, we are blessed tonight to have uh, uh, some of our family here. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we really appreciate their uh, being in church and living for God. And Brother Wayne's preaching and CJ, my son, started preaching. Our son started preaching. And uh, I told him, all these years, I had never felt old. But when CJ come by and preached his first sermon at our church a while back, and Brother Wayne was there, my son-in-law. The next day it hit me. You ain't young anymore, son. And I began to feel old. Hallelujah. Then the next thought I had was like Brother Clarence McDaniel said when his son started preaching. I ain't quitting. I ain't quitting. Hallelujah. Come on, let's sing that one old song that we sang. Come on, Sister Jan, where you at? Amen. Or someone, come and help us. Come on, children. All of you. Grandchildren, children. And amen. We're not singers, but we we just sang once in a while as a family. Hallelujah. Amen. I am glad to be here tonight. I thought this afternoon was waiting for Shirley and Wayne to come so we could leave. And I'd pass Brother Carl coming through the living room as I was going to the kitchen and back and forth and I thought the scripture when it said I was glad when he said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord been looking forward to it tonight I know the Lord's here because I brought him with me I li he lives within my heart each and every day I don't want to be a, a breath without him I thought one time I'd kind of be smart and I uh, people were backsliding and getting discouraged and I thought well I'll just ask the Lord how far I can get from him before I'm lost before I got it all said immediately the Lord said not one breath you just have one breath between you and eternity. I want to have my praying done up, and I want to live right. Y'all pray for us tonight. All right. Hallelujah. I don't have a match. Not very much gold. And the house that I live in. Amen. Hey. 
Corinthians chapter 6 It's where I'd like to begin a familiar scripture and if it sounds like similar to what I preached last night it may be just another chapter Amen 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 20 For ye are bought with a price Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I'd like to preach, give you a little title for it. Paid in full is what I'd like to preach about tonight. Paid in full. To everything, there is a price. Paid in full. Let's ask God for help, Father. I know that we'll need you tonight. But I know that you're here. With that same glory that you have blessed. These good songs that they were singing. This good spirit of the Lord that is ours. Bless us God and let heaven come down. And anoint us in you. Thank you Lord. I might say we appreciate our friends coming and all of you. God bless you for being here. To everything there is a price. The quality, the quality of the product determines the price that must be paid. Not the quantity, but the quality. The quality of the product determines the price that is paid. God's plan for salvation was not cheap. 
It was not a bargain price. It was not on sale. It was not reduced. The supreme price was paid. But there was a reason that it was paid. There was a reason there was no shortcuts. This world had plunged deeper and deeper and farther and farther away from God. And in their trying to write it, there was leaving out the very thing and the only thing that could ever write it that could ever put it back on the track, that could ever be able to bring it where it should have been, they rejected him. They turned him down. They said, we don't want this Christ. We don't need this Christ. There is substitutions that you can give. There is other things that you can try. And you know, uh, you buy something and, and you can pay it out. You can pay a little bit on it and, and carry the balance and pay a little more on it and carry the balance. And it seemed like I said something about those things last night. Amen. About being in debt. Carry it along. Carry it along. Amen. Don't you get tired after a while. Of just knowing and wondering, will I ever get it paid? Will I ever see the bill that says paid in full? Amen. That's wonderful, ain't it? Hallelujah. The man we had with us last night, Brother Avis Jackson, that was here last night. He doesn't buy nothing and has it most of his life. Unless he has the money to pay for it. What a life. What a way. Hallelujah. God bless him. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm convinced that we have got a world today that are trying plans that will never pay the bill in full. I'm convinced that we got preachers that are filling the pulpits that are not telling their congregations that you can be completely and absolutely free from sin. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that we need to go farther than the law of Moses went. I believe that it was only a fill-in. It was only something that they used. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, there was a few that looked beyond the law. Oh, Isaiah wrote about it. And Isaiah I talked about a Savior that would come. He talked about one. He had never experienced it. He was living in a time when there would look like no way. But he looked down through the years and said, there will be there will be a Messiah. There will be a Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm convinced, as the Bible said, 
in the book of Hebrews in chapter 10. You do well get your Bible and help me preach tonight. I wanted him to help me last night, but I never did get to him last night. Amen. I was wound up on that. Hallelujah. The 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews. And let's just see what he said in verse 1, Brother David. Amen. Help me preach. For the law having a shadow For of the law things to come. having a shadow of things to come. And not the very image and of the And not the very image of the things. Of the things. Can never. Can do what? Can never. Are you reading that right? Can never can with never. those sacrifices. Can never do what? It can never with those sacrifices never with make, those the sacrifices. make the comers make there the with comers perfect. 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 Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Oh, yes. The law was only a shadow. You know what a shadow is? It's not even the real thing. The real thing has to walk by to cast a shadow. And it wasn't even the real thing. It was just a shadow of the real thing. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Did you hear what he said? Amen. That it was not the real thing. Oh, no. Hallelujah. I'm convinced that it was not the image of God. That it was not the image of Christ. It was only the image, it was only the shadow of something that had been given. Amen. But there was a fault with it. There was a problem with it. I believe we'll just read some more, Brother David. Hallelujah. I got time to preach, haven't I? Hallelujah. What did he say? For then would they not have ceased to be offered. Because that the worshippers, because that the worshippers once purged, once purged, should have had no more conscience of sin. Should have had no more conscience of sin. Right? you had me? If the law had been the genuine and the only thing, there would have been never been a need for anything else. It would have paid the debt. But it could not pay the debt because man's conscience could never be freed from their sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe we'll read some more, son. But in those sacrifices, but in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance. There is a remembrance again made of sin. Again, can you imagine every year? Can you imagine, Amen? Going to get your sins forgiven. Oh God, I wouldn't go to a church where they said you could sin every day, where that you could not stop sinning. I wouldn't go to a church where they had tell you now we want you to come be saved, but you can't keep from sinning. Hallelujah. You just well go back under the law because that's what the law taught. Amen. That couldn't make your conscience clean. Amen. And you kept remembering your sin. There was no way to get rid of it. It was still there. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad for a church that preaches a gospel and believes a gospel that tells you that you can not only come out of sin, but you can stay out of sin. Woo! 
hallelujah I'm getting ahead of myself read brother hallelujah what did he say for it is not possible for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of the goats blood of bulls and goats should take away should sin should take away sin wherefore when he cometh into Woo! the world wherefore when he cometh into the world he said sacrifice and he offering he said sacrifice and offering I would have not I would have not but a body but a body hast thou prepared hast me hast thou prepared me hey! I'm preaching tonight the only way to get your sins a painted fog as forget about the sacrifice act forget about the bloods of bull and goats and the ashes of a heaven that could never make you clean but you need to find one that is able to pay the price hallelujah 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 i banked at a little bank at ketchum oklahoma I had a garage. I had bought a new pickup. I had some other obligations. And I went into my little bank that I'd been banking with. And I sat down with the banker and he was my friend. He even come to the Holiness Church where I pastored once in a while even though he was a Methodist. He loved me. He liked me. And I said, I need to borrow $10,000. And he looked at me and said, Carl, I can't loan you $10,000. I can't loan one person $10,000 right now. He said there'll be a day when this bank can loan you $10,000. But said we can't loan you $10,000 right now. It's just not possible. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh God. That's the way I feel about a lot of these religions. I can loan you part of it. I mean, I can help you get out a part of what you're in. But I can't pay it all now. There ain't no way that I can pay every bit of it. But I, I can help you out a little bit. Well, you know, my understanding, no smarter than I am, is that if I borrowed six or seven thousand from him, that I had to go borrow another four thousand from somebody else. You know, in order to pay that bill, then I'm not just paying one payment, but I'm paying two payments. So I said, I can't do that. Hallelujah. But I went up to other bank that we dealt with at Afton, Oklahoma, and the, uh, bank, the president of the bank was an elderly man. And I was sitting there waiting, and he sat down by me. Brother Jake, he looked about like, you know, gray-headed and, and everything, and he said, Carl, let me tell you something. He said, I started in this bank of sweeping the floors. I was looking for a job just as a boy. And he said, I come down here and I, I asked him for a job. And they said, yeah, we'll give you a job. You can, you can do the janitor work. And he said, just what I want. He said, I didn't know that they were going to set me up after I'd worked there a few days, a few weeks. He said, I noticed money was left out on the counter of a night. When I'd come in to sweep, they'd be five or ten dollars laying out on the counter. And he said, I'd always take that money and find an envelope and put it in it. Amen. And put it there on it where they could find it the next morning. And when I come the next evening, you know, 
He said they did that two or three times. Then they called me in and said, Son, I believe we can trust you now. If you would have took that money that was laying out there, we would have fired you and you wouldn't have a job. He said, Carl, I own the bank now. Amen. I own cattle and, and land all around Acton, Oklahoma. I said, well, I need to borrow $10,000. He said, no problem. Is that all you need? It's 10000 huh? Oh, I mean, I'm talking about years and years ago. We have borrowed 50000 since then. But I thought, oh, God, what, what one couldn't do, there was another that could do. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad Brother Steve Smith, that is a 17-year-old boy. And I came down that aisle to an old schoolhouse seat one night when conviction had gripped my heart. Amen. And I was drinking a little whiskey and a little beer and trying to lead the teen town and call for the square dances and, and trying to really get popular, you know. Amen. I'm glad when I got to that altar that God didn't say, Now, son, I can forgive you a part of this. But the rest of it you're going to have to carry with you. And I tell you tonight, you don't have to go any farther. There is one tonight that won't pay part of the price. But he'll forgive you of every sin that you've ever committed. And he'll wipe the slate clean. And you can leave this house tonight without one debt of sin upon your life. I thought, my God, he paid it all. He paid it all. I said he paid it all. He paid the price that I could go free, that I wouldn't be in debt to sit any longer. Amen. He mocked and paid. Paid it full. Let's lift our hands and let's worship our God tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think we ought to go to Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 12 and 13, Brother David. And let's get a little bit more of this. For I Amen. will be merciful to their ah, unrighteousness. Listen to me, church. I will what? Be merciful Amen. to their unrighteousness. Oh, my God. My God. Amen. You know, if you don't pay up in some places, they'll come and get you. No mercy. They'll show you no mercy. That's right. Amen. I've heard of people that made a note at the bank, and the bank called it in. I've heard people make a personal note with some individual, and they come and say, i got to have my money right now. Amen. I can't wait any longer. You got to pay up now. Oh God. Hallelujah. But I like the way the Lord has fixed it. I like his mercy, don't you? Amen. He looked at us and said, There ain't no way you can pay the bill. There ain't no way you can get out of debt. The only thing you can do is come to me. I'm the most merciful individual. I wish I could preach to you tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. I've had folks to tell me, Brother Randy Bird, I can't get saved. Amen. And I ask them, why can't you get saved? You don't know how my life is. You don't know what kind of shape I'm in. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know where I 
allow that. I said, you're right. And I don't need to know where you're at. But I said, let me ask you one thing. Have you ever blasphemed the Holy Ghost? Amen. They said, I've never had the Holy Ghost. I don't know anything about the Holy Ghost. Then I said, there's only one sin that cannot be forgiven. Hallelujah. I take away the argument that people tell me I can't be saved. I'm telling you, we've got a Savior that can save unto the uttermost. Amen. There is no impossibility. There is nothing, nothing. Hallelujah. I remember a number of years ago at one of the revivals, a second revival that we ever had, it was a young lady. A young lady was coming to the church, coming to the revival out at an old schoolhouse. And we prayed our hearts out night after night after night. Oh, God. And I couldn't figure out what was wrong. Just a young lady, you know. And maybe in her, still in her teens. And I thought, oh, God, what is wrong here? One night I just quit praying. I sat there at the altar until she got through. And I said, now. We're not praying another ounce for you until you tell me what's holding you back from getting saved. She said, well, Brother Carl, I got in trouble, and I've got a little boy out of wedlock. I said, is that right? Amen. I said, that's wrong. And we all know that's wrong. But I said, amen. You don't understand, my God. He saves women that have got babies out of wedlock. Woo! Hallelujah! Huh? I'm saying don't ever get in trouble. Stay out of it. But if you do get in trouble, go to God. He'll save unto the uttermost. Hallelujah! She's still a Sunday school teacher in the church today. Saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The devil will tell you, amen, that the pride, the penalty that you're in, that the trouble you're in is too great for God to save you. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you what, he can save to the uttermost. I just got merciful is all I got. Let's get a little more, Brother David. Huh? For I will be merciful to For the I will be merciful to the unrighteous and their sins and their, and sins, their iniquities and their iniquities. Will I remember no will more? Will I do what? I will remember no more. But we read where the law couldn't do this. Oh, huh? not under the law, brother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope God. you don't fall out with me tonight. But I don't really care anyhow. I preached this thing for forty-seven years. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. You know, God forgives. Amen. And God forgets. Amen. But sometimes God forgives and we don't forgive. And we don't forget. <laughs> Amen. Why can't we be like God? When God forgives, He forgets. And He forgets all about it. And it's not remembered against us again. Am I way out? Huh? Woo! Hallelujah! I'm preaching about paid in full tonight. But the only way to get it paid in full is go to the right one that can really pay the bill. 
Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, I like what he said, Brother David. Amen! I like what he said. Lord, he paid for our redemption. In the 16th verse of the, of the book, of 10th chapter, I want you to read for me just a little bit more. Amen! I know I'm, I, we're going a long way around, but i got some more preaching to do for you tonight. This is the covenant that I will this make with them. This is the covenant that I will make with who? With them after those days. Uh, this is the one that I'm going to make with them. Right. What am I going to do? I will put my laws. I will put my laws in their hearts. And in their minds and will their I minds. write them. When I do what? I will write them. You mean he's going to write them yes, in their minds? Yes, yes, And yes, in their hearts? Yes. Woo! Hallelujah. 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 And their sins and iniquities will I remember Wait no more. Wait a minute here. <laughs> when I was in Israel... I went back in one of those caves, and those uh, and those old Jewish men, Hebrew men, that was back in there with their long beards, Amen. And and they had their uh, little uh, strong glasses, and and they had the scrolls laid out before them. And as they were studying, they'd go back and forth, and I I just stood there and watched them back and forth. Finally, I asked one of them, I said, "What are y'all searching for?" Amen. And one of them said, we're trying to find when the Messiah is going to come. Hallelujah. I said, I can tell you that. He's already come. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. Searching for something that's never going to happen. He's already come. Jesus has already come. Amen. I didn't convince them. They kept on reading. Hallelujah. Amen. But he said, I'm going to put it not just on written pages that the natural mind can read it, that men and women can look at it, that they can write books about it. They can interpret it in their own understanding. But I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to work on hearts. Hallelujah. I said I'm going to work on hearts. You don't just sin from your mind. You sin from your heart. And God, knowing that the only way that we could ever get it paid in full was going to have to have a heart change in our hearts. That's what He's going to work on. Oh, hallelujah. You can clean the flesh up and you should hallelujah but i'm going to hear you tell you tonight that it'll take more than a clean physical being it'll take the blood of the son of god to wash the heart that's the only way that you'll ever get it paid in full is to go to him that'll work on the mind and work on the heart and get the heart right with god oh hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish I could tell you tonight. I want to tell you just a little bit more tonight. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I want to tell you a little more. There's only one that can pay the supreme price. If you'll look again to Calvary, you'll see the one. The man in the middle is the only man. I like to preach about the three men. But the man in the middle is the only one that can pay the price. You could shed your blood tonight on that altar and people can walk out them doors unsaved. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Your children could die lost over your blood. Put their footprints in your blood and leave it on the carpet as they go out and die lost. 
Amen. But let me tell you about this one here. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. If you could look to that suspended victor that is hanging upon the cross. Hallelujah. You could say, I haven't got any sins but what they're under the blood of the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. We thrill at the sight of blood dropping from the thorn and nail. Blood upon his cheeks. Blood saturating his garments. Blood gathering in a pool beneath. Blood of Jesus. The king is bleeding. The king is dying. The king is dead. Hallelujah. Not Abraham. Not Moses. Not Elijah. Not Daniel. Not John the Baptist. Not Paul at the guillotine that was lying in a pool of blood. Hallelujah. Not the blood of the martyrs in the Roman Colosseum. Oh no, not them. But the Son of God that was hanging upon the cross is the only one that could pay the supreme price that you could stand and say, thank God that my sins are gone. My sins are washed. My sins are under the blood of the Son of God. Oh God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hallelujah. 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 We accumulate sins. I told you last night, we start out a little at a time. But after a while, it gets too big and we can't pay the price. Amen. That's right. We accumulate them. And let me tell you something. Fire cannot burn it out. Hoofs cannot trample it out. Hammers cannot beat it out. But I can tell you of one. The blood of Jesus Christ can wash it out. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take me to Christ. Take me to the cross. Take me to Calvary. Come here, man. Come here, my buddies, and help me preach a minute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Could I tell you tonight, my grandson wouldn't be saved if it was just Carl Page. That wouldn't be good enough. My grandson wouldn't be Sunday school superintendent in Brother Tommy Tolliver's church. And him and his precious wife would not have that job you know what happened he paid it all he paid it fully didn't you son you don't have to wake up in the morning and say I wonder if all of them's paid is it all paid son every one of them's paid my God we ought to worship him hadn't we hallelujah hallelujah my son-in-law that was a truck driver that smoked two or three packs of cigarettes a day amen to stay down on the road amen hardly saw his family. Amen. Raised in a holiness home. Raised in a church community. Amen. But just a while, three or four years ago. Amen. Be six and eight. Well, I got uh, six years ago. Hallelujah. Brother Wayne, Brother we was singing that old song at the Hale Mountain Church. I'm the richest poor man on this earth. Hallelujah. And all my family was there. And they were all singing it. Except one young man that was sitting back in the congregation. My son-in-law, Wayne Hunt, was sitting back in the congregation. Amen. Pretty soon... 
like something out of heaven settled upon him. And he started out of that out of that pew and came down to that altar. Amen. And you know what happened? He paid it all. Hallelujah. He paid it all. He forgave it all. You don't have to worry about a sin to your son. Nah, he paid it all. Could I tell you tonight? Don't leave here with one sin.